Hello and welcome to Complexity Unpacked with Professor G. This is our third episode in the Ethics Unpacked series, and today we're going to be talking about barriers to ethical thinking. So really what we're looking at is reductive thinking that avoids critical examination or self-reflection, and that can be detrimental to ethical thinking. While it's often positioned as a desire to be inclusive or non-confrontational, there are some common lines of thinking that create unproductive barriers to understanding ethical theories and social realities. So I thought we might as well examine them now and get them out of the way before we get into the ethical theories that make up the core of this course. So the first one is subjectivism. It's this belief that everyone grows up exposed to different views of what is right and wrong, resulting in disagreements about ethical issues. The subjectivist argues that these are not objective arguments, but rather matters of opinion. This, however, is a problematic view. This is a form of relativism, because it says that right and wrong are completely relative to our own subjective preferences. In everyday life, it is impractical for a functioning society to operate under the premise that every person can determine their own ethical view, regardless of how it impacts others. The acceptance of some universality and understanding of social standards implies a level of universality that contradicts the argument of personal opinion alone determining ethical standards. Subjectivism suggests that people are completely infallible about ethical positions, which means that no one can be wrong about their ethical beliefs. It would also mean that every ethical belief everyone has or has ever had is right and can ever be wrong. This idea of ethical infallibility is a major argument against subjectivism. The other common barrier is something that is very, very popular these days, something that we call cultural relativism. It is the belief that moral conduct differs from culture to culture. And while there is some truth that things are different in different places, and we put a different priority I think that what we're doing here is overemphasizing the similarities and exaggerating the differences between cultures. This is often called one of two things, or rather it takes the shape of one of two things. One is called the dependency thesis. It's a form of cultural relativism that argues that what an individual does depends on their own cultural ethical standards. So cultural relativism is often used by many people as if it explains um, in a very simplistic way uh, a means to be inclusive, right? It's often argued that it prevents us from being ethnocentric. But many theories can do that, and we can look at those as we examine the other ethical theories that are much better grounded. So if positions of right and wrong are relative to one's own culture, then we run into the first natural problem, which is that people don't just belong to one culture, right? Within every given culture, there are subcultures, and there are various forms of cultural identity. And many people identify with multiple cultural identities. So it's not as simple as drawing a national border and saying this is a defined culture with a set of rules. While there are norms that exist in every country, there are some things that are fairly universal. 
Now, people tend to turn to cultural relativism often because they don't want to have a messy conversation about ethics. It's also an easy way to say we respect what you believe and don't really, and sort of it gets us out of, it gives us a pass from having to have any hard discussions. But this idea that cultural relativism is a state that is unique um, or there's a unique standard in every in every single culture actually is pretty universal. If you're applying the rule that every single culture has a rule uh, and a set of codes that are of priority over every other one, right? So the problem really with cultural relativism and subjectivism is that they interfere with rational thinking and they interfere with our ability to have reasoned conversations. If we truly ever believed that only our own opinion mattered, then we would never have to change anything in history. But we all know that's not true. Many a time in our life we've had to readjust our positions. And we do that because we recognize that there was a gap. And most often, that gap is realized in the interaction with other people. It is for this reason I always say, if you lived on an island by yourself, it wouldn't make a difference. You couldn't be ethical or unethical because your actions would have no resulting outcome on anybody else. It would not infringe upon the rights or the beliefs or the perceptions of anybody else. But for the vast majority of us, we don't live off the grid. And so considering other people's positions, their perceptions, their history, and their views is an essential part of living in a well-organized society.